Welcome to What Do You Think, I'm Al. And I'm C. And folks, I do apologize for this review coming in so late. Uh, C apparently has about? A, we don't fucking care. I'm well, well, C has a weird thing where he's like, I don't want to review anything involving New Orleans. That city can go fuck itself. It can drown for all I care. And I was like, I was, you know, I spent like a couple weeks trying to convince C, like, no, let's review it. You know, it's it's fun. It's it's got some actors you really like. And well, C listen, was sh- you you were saying how. Uh, you just can't stand Lakeith Stanfield, and you just didn't know how you were going to get past that. And you were like, you wish Katrina wiped out New Orleans from the map. Like, like it was, it, like, I, I just don't know what, what where this animosity came from. Did, did you did you not get a good muffaletta sandwich? First of all, I've never even been to New Orleans yet. I want to go, <laughs> asshole. But... Jesus. Okay. Anyway, First anyway, of all, guys, guys, in case you didn't know, we are reviewing Haunted Mansion starring Eddie Murphy and sorry, no, that's me. And Terrence Stamp. I look First of all, first of all, the age difference between Eddie Murphy and his wife in that movie, it's insane. Do you know how old she was? How old? She was 26 and he was 48. Damn, and she had like a nine-year-old and a. And that was the thing. She had a nine-year-old and a sighted sixteen-year-old or something, and you're like, the math is mathing, and it's not good. Yeah, and you know who directed that one? I don't know. Rob Minkoff. What do you do? Take a wild guess. I, I I'm not gonna know. He directed the Lion King. Like the the original Lion King, yeah. The original Lion King. Wow. He directed the original Lion King. Um, he also ended up directing. Wow. Uh, uh, for me, it was underrated, but I know a lot of people didn't like it. Uh, the 2008 movie, The Forbidden Kingdom with uh, Jackie Chan oh, and Jet Li. Mo- that's a fun movie. Yeah, I have fun with it. It's, it's a lot fun. of fun. He also he also directed uh, he also directed like a little indie movie with um, with Patrick Dempsey called Flypaper that I thought was really, really good. Um, okay. But then he went back to animation. He did Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Okay. And, oh my God! You know what was the last thing he directed? What? Pause of Fury. Oh. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. He did. Well, listen. He did Lion King. He did the original Lion King. Yeah, That's yeah. a masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. So Rob Minkoff, hats off to you that you created probably my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite animated films of all Although time. Although, actually, one thing I do know about the original Haunted Mansion, and this is kind of fun. So, it came out the same year as the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yep. Most people may may not know that. This was meant to be a rollout of all movies be- adapted from Disney rides, okay? Mm-hmm. And the next planned one was supposed to be Jungle Cruise. However... Haunted Mansion, the original, did so badly that they canned the whole idea of doing uh, movies based on rides. Keep in mind, at some point, they intended to do an It's a Small World movie, and for that, I thank Jesus. (laughs) No, and um, did you know, I know we both said uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion, but did you know what was one of the what was an earlier movie about a Disney ride? What? The Country Bears came out in two thousand and two. Oh, and the the ride came first. Uh, the Country Bears was like a ride in the original Disneyland, I think. Oh, so okay, I didn't know that. But it, but anyway, so here's the crazy thing: uh, Haunted Mansion crashed and burned. 
uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Sword became, like an eagle. Sword out of the ashes. Well, Although it, it came out first. Though. It came out first, but it, it, it made gangbusters the movie yeah. and the movie's beloved by our generation it really oh, is yeah. we it's it's for the record the original parts of the caribbean is an amazing movie now it's the fantastic. the funny thing was like starting in the like probably around the time they started doing the live action fairy tales like like i think 20 2015 or something there was rumors about there were rumors about that disney wanted to kind of reboot the haunted mansion and give it another go but we didn't hear anything about it until really uh 2020 when uh when uh dear white people director justin simeon was tapped to direct the movie uh and that it was written by a bit of an infamous screenwriter katie dippold and for those that are like well who's katie dippold she gained some infamy when she was one of the co-writers of the 2016 ghostbusters um Mm. And, uh, you know, so, so usually like, yeah, when, when her name popped up in something, people were like, oh my God, no. Like, I I think it was a rumor once that she was like going to write like Wonder Woman or something. And people were like, oh my God, not her, not her. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't know how true that is. Uh, so yeah. So people were like, people were like a little interested because Justin Simeon had just, uh, had just directed an interesting movie called Bad Hair that's came out on Hulu. It's a it's a hey, horror that's, movie. That's a fun, weird horror movie. Yeah, there's yeah. a great scene in that, like with the elevator, that's really funny and scary. Have you wait? Did you ever see like his first movie, Dear White People? I did not. Um, I it was been told it was, it's very good. Yeah, it was the movie that kind of introduced the world to Tessa Thompson. Yeah, and and uh, it's actually funny. You look at the cast list, you're like. A lot of these people ended up would end up in superhero franchises. Obviously, Tessa Thompson, uh, Tayona Paris, who's going to be in the new Marvels. Um, so, so yeah, it introduced some some people to kind of solid the mainstream. Estate. Yeah, the mainstream. Uh, but he doesn't do anything. He doesn't direct anything for like six years, and he comes out with bad hair. And people were like, "Oh my God! Like, where, what? What happened to him? Where? Where did he go? He just—he made a music video between Dear White People and uh, and Bad Hair, mm-hmm. uh, and he he did direct some TV, mostly the. Didn't TV. he direct some episodes of? I'm not. I'm genuinely asking. I thought he directed some episodes of Empire or something. No, or he directed he, he directed episodes of the TV adaptation of his movie Dear White People. Oh, okay. But uh, but so but this is his first big Hollywood project. So, you know, people who really liked Dear White People and Bad Hair were, were interested to see where he could go with this. He could do horror. And then, like, the cast got announced that Lakeith Stanfield was going to be the lead. Uh, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, Tiffany Haddish were going to be, like, his co-stars. Rosario Dawson signed on as the owner of the Haunted Mansion. Like, it, the cast list was pretty interesting. And then, like, almost, like, days after... After she won her Oscar, it was announced like, oh, by the way, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this movie, too. Oh, yeah. So, they got her in. Yeah. So, so you know, the the big question was, were, was this movie going to right the wrongs of the previous attempt to making this into a movie? And see, what do you think were the wrongs that the 2003 movie did? Um, how do I put this? Um. In general, 
the movie, because actually I watched the old Haunted Mansion or most of the old Haunted Mansion right before going to see the new one, like that night to like compare. Yeah, it was actually kind of a fun experience to do that. Um, And the best way I can describe it is, and I'm not blaming, let me be clear, I'm not blaming Eddie Murphy for this because he got his he got his money, he got his paycheck, and he did exactly what Eddie Murphy does in most movies, which works plenty of times. The problem was the movie was quirky without being funny. The movie was was you know eerie without being actually scary. The movie was all this big show of things but wasn't actually anything in a lot of ways. Um Basically, yeah, it was neither funny nor scary, and it just didn't work uh, for those main reasons. It, it was not good. Yeah, it it honestly felt like... <sighs> and also, weirdly, there were no stakes. No, like, I mean, obviously, there were... Okay, literally there were, but, like, it felt like... Here's what I'll say. There's a moment when the butler guy throws Eddie Murphy out of the Haunted Mansion... And the way he falls, he flips one way, ends up falling a different direction, shatters through one window, doesn't shatter through another, and lands on his car. And then he gets up as if almost nothing happened. Like, it's, it was a little much, basically. For, for, me, it, for me, the, 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 the film had this issue where, like, uh, they, so, what, what Haunted Mansion failed to do, which what which uh, Pirates of the Caribbean did very well, was that it was like, okay, we need to create interesting characters to inhabit the experience of the Haunted Mansion. And the, the writers who wrote Pirates of the Caribbean, they created Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. And, and all the things that happened, and listen... The thing about the thing about you got to remember about the Pirates of the Caribbean is that the original ride you're kind of on a boat and you just see like animatronics of pirates. Yeah. There's not really anything iconic about the ride except for like oh you animatronic pirates. So make a movie with pirates with interesting characters and boom, you can call it Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Haunted Mansion is not that simple. Haunted Mansion has very iconic elements of the experience. That it's one of the mo- most advanced rides ever built for a long time. Yeah, it, it's it's it has like first of all, like the 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 animatronics are, are literally giving character names. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the there's things that happen in the ride that like people would expect to happen in the movie. So already you have that constraint, right? Of like, okay, I need to have this 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 fortune teller in a in a crystal ball. I need to have this this bride ghost that wants to kill people with an axe. Um, what, what's the other one? Um, oh, oh, right the 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 hitchhiking ghosts. Uh, there's a ghost that there's like these, oh the the singing head the singing the, the head singing butts. statues yeah the, the singing, singing head statues. bus. So you gotta have all this stuff. So you're like okay you're you're kind of forced to have this stuff in your movie because again it's identifiers of the ride. Mm. Uh, and but. You're like, okay, I do that. I also need to have interesting characters. And I'm sorry, the the family the family cast of the original Haunted Mansion from 20 years ago was inherently not very interesting. Like, even Eddie Murphy wasn't interesting. And the, the problem is, is that they're not interesting. And then what does the movie do? For, like, the first 
they're the first third of the experience there they get split up right mm -hmm. they get split up and there's there's really no like you said there's no stakes there's not even any tension like it goes from like eddie murphy not believing that the house is haunted to like oh he suddenly believes the house is haunted and wants to get out mm -hmm. um so yeah basically it was like it's a ride for kids you know when i watched it as a kid i had a blast but when i when i recently saw it like two Halloweens ago, I was like, okay, the problem here is that the, the, the characters are just not interesting. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm not invested enough in them to kind of care about the fact that they might lose their mom because this ghost thinks that she's a reincarnation of, of his lover. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of my deal. Um, and, you know, the funny thing is, like, do you know what was, like, a big, big complaint I would see on the internet about the original movie? What? Was that it? So I didn't know this because, you know, I, I'm not like a Disney World, Disneyland expert, mm -hmm. but the Haunted Mansion explicitly takes is, is explicitly a mansion in New Orleans. Yes, it's very specific about that. Yeah. And what I didn't know, I, I thought it was like your generic, like nice looking mansion that's haunted. Uh, what I didn't realize was that like because like the original movie mentions that they're in Louisiana. But that's it. There's no, like, character of yeah, New they Orleans. Say it, they say it once. It's like, oh, we're here. Yeah, they could just be in generic spooky mansion number five, and you wouldn't yeah. know. And people complained about that. People were like, oh, they took out the character of New Orleans from the Haunted Mansion. Why would they do that? It adds it adds flair to the movie. And, you know, I didn't care. But, you know, if that's a complaint, that's that's a complaint. Um. So, yeah, uh Anything else you want to add about the original Haunted Mansion? It. The one good thing I'll say about it is it it harkens back to when did like the one thing it matches on is really great production design, which it knew it had to meet. Like the mansion actually is really well made. It's really cool looking. But then like the things in it aren't that good. Like the ghost effects haven't aged well. The. Uh, in general, the not the the weird, the weird other parts of it just aren't good. It's just a weird, creepy, interesting old mansion. That, you know, it, it's yeah. interesting you mentioned that because I, we've had this conversation in many other reviews where something I miss from like the '80s up until the mid 2000s mm -hmm. was the the art of building a set, a building a really an actual a, a really good set. And make no mistake, they built a great set for the Haunted Mansion in the, the original from 20 years ago. Yeah, a they fucking set. better. They knew they'd be like, we better. Yeah, no, like... I would actually say the set in the original is just a... T specifically speaking, just to the set, This the set of the original is a touch better than the set in the new one. Not by I, much. I, I, I got I, I have some thoughts about that statement, but I'll get to it when I review the movie. Sure. Um, you know, like any any good haunted house movie right when the mid 2000s hits, if you didn't have a good set, like like did you ever see a haunting the one with uh, Liam Neeson and uh, and uh, Catherine Zeta Jones? I and, haven't, uh, but I've heard of it. Yeah. I've heard the movie's it. shit. The movie's yeah. god awful. But the set work. Holy! Well, fuck, even the so... e even the set work in the first two scary movies is really good. Oh yeah, like no, really good. Yeah, really, really good. 
and that art is lost. Like, yeah. listen, we've, we've made advances in technology for, for, for filmmaking, like with the volume and all that stuff. But man, I, I just miss when there, people would be like, okay, we're going to build a grand set for this because it just feels real. And, and instead the last like, grand set I can think about, like really grand set is actually don't laugh, but it's the one I can think of maybe because we're talking about a haunted mansion, but Guillermo del Toro's Grimson Peak, that's a grand No, no, you're set. totally right. You are, like, that, I, that was literally what I was thinking. I was like, because I was like, what was the last one I could think of? And I was like, yeah, Crimson Peak. Yeah, that set but, is gorgeous. Like, the movie's not great, but you know what? At least Guillermo del Toro had the artistic integrity to build a set for a, for a haunted house movie. Also, quick fun fact about that. Apparently, you can only see half of it in, in camera, but if you stand in a certain position in that set, apparently you could look at these cracks in the walls and in the columns, and it would spell out the word murder, apparently. Ooh. But they never caught it on camera in the right way, but he just showed it to some of the actors so that they saw that. And that level of detail on a set, my God. Oh, what yeah. the fuck? That's amazing. All right. So how's about we watch the trailer and then we yes. give our thoughts on the movie? Absolutely. Wait. I should warn you, before you step inside the house, this could change the course of your entire life. I'm not afraid of a couple ghosts. <laughs> you say that now. This mansion is unhinged. <laughs> These ghosts definitely don't want to leave. Death lurks around every corner. God, give us a break. There's so many bad people in the world. Haunt them. Amen. I do like surprises. Is anybody else seeing this? I hope you do, too. We're in a fight, whether we like it or not. Or else we're stuck here for eternity. If this comes down to an exorcism, we're in big trouble. This house is dripping with souls, but there's always room for one more. out of a what it? top hat. Top, top hat? Yes. He had, yeah, nice. So a top hat. You would pull a rabbit out of it, probably. Uh, eyes. They were a bit, uh, sunken eyes. Like a raccoon. Beady eyes. They sat back. Hmm. And he was smiling like, hey, yeah, like that. This kind of thing. Exactly. Is this the man who mugged you? Wow. Oh. You just did that oh. just now? <laughs> I, I gotta say something. Mm-hmm. Disney, you guys are fucking idiots. Why would you release what is obviously a Halloween movie in July? Do you want to know why, Al? I know why. 
because I know why. greed is good. No, no, no see, you you want to you want to know why they they release like this Cause movie because they're, they're greedy. I, I think this movie bombed. I'm pretty it sure did, it did. And it did. That is a shame. That is a shame that this movie bombed. Do, do you want to know the actual reason? It's such a stupid reason too. Oh, I know. They wanted to have it on Disney Plus by October. Greed. <sighs> That's greed for you. No, they but but the, it, it makes no sense because they would have gotten butts in the seats. If this movie was released in October. You know why they're doing that, though, is because Disney Plus, fun fact, has had a major drop in subscription rates very suddenly. And okay. they're actually looking at it. There's rumor that the cur- Bob Iger's the current CEO again, right? Am I yeah, wrong? yeah, yeah. Old there's Bobby. A rumor, there's a rumor Bob Iger wants to sell Disney Plus. To who? I don't know. There's just a rumor he wants what, to what, unload what? it. Like, how would he unload it? Like, it's, like, yeah, it's his shit. I know it's their shit. Like, why would they want to do that? But apparently, he's there. This is a rumor. It's not confirmed, but the rumor is that he does not. There's a there's a few changes in the works, and that apparently he doesn't see the value in it. Uh, he sees more value in selling their existing content to other streaming services, not having their own. Mm-hmm. In the same breath, I heard a rumor that they are not doing a. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame remake, which is a shame too. Yeah, that but is a shame. But I don't know if that's true either. Mm-hmm. But it's a rumor I've heard because apparently Bob Iger doesn't. Bob Iger doesn't like the Hunchback of Notre Dame for some reason. But who knows? <sighs> but oh, I well. agree with you. It was a com- the release date of this movie was really really bad. This is not a summer movie by any means, and the trailer we watched pitches it like it is, and it's just not. Mm-hmm. It's just not. No, it's just not. That that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. In fact, I think the review we're about to give is reasonably favorable. But this was such shitty timing. And like even if, okay, let's say you initially want to do that. You see the movies that came out before and the stuff that's coming after. If I'm Disney, you're like, y'all were delaying this for the love of God. Yeah. Like for the love of God. Barbenheimer happened. It's still happening. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out. That's probably going to do pretty well. This is what I'm Disney. I'm thinking. And, and not not just that. It's like, and there's an A24 horror movie coming out yeah, the same that, weekend. Yes, there's an A24 horror movie, like an, a real horror movie coming out. Like, yeah. So who's going to watch not, this? Let's not compete with that. Let's not do that. But, but no, they couldn't no, fathom that. No, they couldn't. They couldn't. You're right. And it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Thing is, it's, it's, it's not because they marketed the shit out of this thing. Like it they wasn't did. Like they didn't bury this. They didn't strange worlds this where they buried it. They marketed like, the shit do, out of it. Do you think it says something about uh, the hubris of Disney that they were like, after how crazy like business Barbie was making, they were like, oh, we, we can put a dent in that. <laughs> like well, okay 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 yeah L- let me see quantum mania didn't make a lot of money no uh indiana jones didn't no. make a lot of money uh 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 what other disney movie came out um uh there is something else well you know what their biggest box office of the year might be boogeyman because technically disney owns that well, no, like it's 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 Guardians of the Galaxy is their biggest. Oh, you're right. Hit. That was their big. Yes, yes. Guardians like like the Marvels is probably going to be a bomb too. Yeah, it's looking like it. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. Like 
uh, Elemental did not do as well as they would have hoped. It it, it profited, but it made a it made its money back. But but man, it, it, and the it reviews was not, were not favorable. Yeah, it was not the big like cultural hit they were expecting. There's a reason we didn't talk about it on the podcast. We realized exactly. we could skip it. Yeah, we were like, oh, who needs to see it? And so so the hubris of Disney to be like, we've had a lot of bombs this year, but this we can come around with this. Yeah, like no, no. Like it'll be funny if the only profitable movie from the year is literally Elemental and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. That that'd be that'd be ironic. But anyway, that would be very ironic. Yeah. Anyway, Haunted Mansion. So the first movie, the original, is called The Haunted Mansion. This yes. time, it's Haunted Mansion. It sounds cleaner. It does. Uh, Sean Parker would approve. It's, it's Facebook instead of the Facebook. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. As you said. Exactly. Um, so Lakeith Stanfield is the lead. He plays this, uh, I I guess you would say physicist. Yeah. Like, like, like literal astrophysicist. He plays this astrophysicist who, uh, went through a tragedy and is now kind of slumming it as a tour guide or what does he call it? He calls it a, uh, uh, he plays a, he, 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 he does a historical guide. And let me just go on. So no ghost tours. No, no, no ghost tours. He doesn't do ghost tours. He does historical tours, right? Yeah. He, he's very clear on that. And he gets roped in by this priest played by Owen Wilson into investigating the supposed paranormal activity of a house owned by uh, Rosario Dawson's character. And she also has her, her son played by uh, Chase Dillon, her son, Travis, Mm-hmm. Uh, they bought this mansion and they're convinced it's haunted and they want the, they want the Lucky Stanfield to do something about it. At first he's like, this is bullshit. There's, there's nothing here. And then he very quickly finds out like, Oh no, 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 they're right. And then they wrap in uh, a psychic played by Tiffany Haddish and a historian from Tufts university played by Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, it's not a, it's, it's not a spoiler, but it was one of those things where you're we like, Huh, no one advertised that. The villain is played by Jared Leto. You wouldn't know it though. You would not know it like no. at all. But but and and ironically enough, I would say this is one of the better Jared Leto performances I've seen recently. Well, I mean, nothing will beat uh, Paolo Gucci in <laughs> for me. This is My that God. same energy. Except no, it's, it's it, 100% that same energy. It's it, yeah, yeah, it really is that same energy. Um and uh Jamie Lee Curtis plays Madame Leota. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, See, what did you think of the movie? So, this movie, I... Because I was immediately comparing it to the previous... I don't even want to say original. That gives it too much credit. But the pre... Because the original, at the end of the day, is The Ride. At the end of the day. Which, for the record, The Ride is better than both movies, in my opinion. The Ride's like... Truly an authentic, amazing experience. That is I literally blast. got on the ride for the first time in my life uh, two months ago. Isn't it great? It's great. It's amazing. It's, a great ride. <laughs> I it's love an it. amazing ride. And yeah. I think it's fair to say that the ride is better than both of these movies. I would agree. Yeah. 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 But having said that, um, this movie really did surprise me at times in the way I was enjoying it. I'm not going to say the whole time I was loving every instance of it. It does kind of, it has really weird pacing at times. Like it very much picks up and stops and picks up and stops very weirdly 
and very abruptly. But I was impressed with the dramatic chops that this movie held at times. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically relating to Lakeith Stanfield's character. Oh, yeah. And I actually credit the director for being bold enough to take this in a slightly more serious direction. You know, in a, when was when necessary. I, I um, wouldn't even say serious. I would say more sincere. Sincere. That's a much better word, Al. Thank you. That is much better. This movie was very sincere. Even in the moments that didn't work, it was sincere. I also think the strongest part of this movie is the ensemble cast. It is a great ensemble cast. They knock it. Every one of them, even CGI Jared Leto, knock it out of the park really well. And they all play off each other even better in every moment. Oh, yeah. So, so I think the, ca- the cast's chemistry and talent kept the movie, kept me engaged with the movie. That's the main strength here. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, yeah, you've got, you've got some genuinely scary moments. Um, there's, there is a moment, there's one moment I'm thinking of that genuinely, I think they were like, no, we want to make this bit actually scary. And I was impressed by, oh, there were two moments I think that were genuinely like, I'm seeing this. I'm like, oh damn, this is actually good. Um, and I realized the director did one very clever thing to m- define a sca- actually scary moment and sort of a fun, hokey kind of booga, booga, booga scary moment. And all he did was he either put music over the hokey moments and then took music away from the non-hokey moments. And it works. That mm-hmm. is a very, that was a very smart way to like sh- subconsciously demonstrate to the audience when you're supposed to just sort of be having fun while, ever, while the characters are scared and when you're supposed to be scared. And that was a nice way of doing it. I also liked the the rule changes this movie made with the previous movie. Those rule changes, I don't want to give them away too much because it would be a spoiler, but those rule changes were very smart and very mm-hmm. well done. Yeah. I I totally agree with you in terms... So, folks, just to be clear, I would have rated the the characters and cast in the, the first haunted mansion movie i like now i would give it a a five five and a half this cast and these characters blow it out of the water this is a solid nine and a half for me out of ten out of ten um and why because what justin simeon does is that he does he does something that (laughs) it it seems like most directors when they get on a big hollywood blockbuster they're like ah people don't care about that they just care about the spectacle Mm-hmm. Where they're like, hey, let's give our actors no matter or our cast, no matter how small a part, some sort of arc. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what movie did this really well that I recently rewatched? What? The original Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, it does. Every character, even the, the character played by uh, by John C. Riley has an arc. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's great. And in this movie, he gives his ensemble cast. Everyone gets an arc. Obviously, the the most, uh, com- the most like f- full arc is Lakeith Stanfield's character Ben. And mm-hmm. listen, folks, remember in, in the uh, Oppenheimer review, I was like, it looks like Christopher Nolan got a list of all my favorite character actors. I was like, let's put him in a movie. He was just missing Lakeith. Lakeith 
Lakeith yep. Stanfield is an amazing actor. He's one, he's, he's, I, I would say he's going to become one of the better actors of his generation, maybe even one of the best. Yeah. And, and here he's given a character that, you know, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing groundbreaking. It's a character who's grieving, right? It's a character who's grieving and lost themselves in their work because of their grief. And Lakeith sells it, but he doesn't oversell it. He sells just enough that you genuinely believe in Ben's pain. You genuinely believe in his pain. And ben you, being the name of the character. Ben, yeah, Ben being the name of the character. You genuinely believe in his pain, and you hurt for him when he starts grasping at straws that maybe, just maybe, he can undo whatever, whatever regret he has in regards to what happened with the tragedy. Um, and, and like Keith just sells it. He just sells like like he sells the comedy. He sells the scare. He sells, you know, the, the things you're supposed to sell in the four quadrant movie. But that that emotional core of a grieving man is so sincere, so true that I was just at awe because you don't like listen, folks, you don't expect this in a movie based on a ride to genuinely, genuinely be sincere in kind of going through how a man goes through grief, how a man goes, goes through a regret he has that's haunting him and, and destroying him on the inside. And the movie does it so well. And then it, it circles back and ties in his character growth with the character growth of, of the kid played by Chase Dillon, the kid Travis, mm -hmm. right? There, there's a moment where, where, he's, where he gives Travis a monologue about how they're both grieving and it, it, it could have easily came off hokey if a screenwriter was like, listen, we got to write something emotional so people realize that they're like stakes. So let's write something hokey. Never mm -hmm. comes off as hokey, comes off as really, really true. And, and I bought and I, I was actually tearing up because I genuinely thought it was a very introspective way to look at that particular form of grief. I, I really bought it. And again, I applaud Lakeith Stanfield. Like, I'm sorry this wasn't the big hit that could have jumpstarted him on like big blockbusters, but... This is a guy who can. This is a guy. He'll a, he'll I, get there though because he's he is this man is going to win an Oscar. He's already he's been going, nominated and he's gonna win at some. He's point. gonna win an Oscar, but I would love it to that he can be that guy where, kind of like what, and I don't use this example lightly. You know that, like for a big chunk of his career, Denzel Washington was doing a lot of blockbusters, a lot of thrillers and stuff. But what was the thing everyone said? What makes those things work is the fact that he actually is a great actor. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not just a movie star. He's a movie star actor. And I think that's yep. what Lakeith Stanfield should be. A movie star actor. Not just a movie star, but a movie star actor. And yep. then you eventually see stuff like in The Tragedy of Macbeth where you're like, oh, wait. He's not just a movie star actor. He's one of the best actors of his generation. Yeah, well, yeah. You see Tragedy of Macbeth and you're like... Oh right, he's he's still the goat. That's interesting. <laughs> you, you go there, you you look at that, and 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 Dan J. Lewis goes, and he does it without going method. Whoa. <laughs> um, but but listen, kind of again, going back Sorry, going back to this funny. thing about character arcs. Yes. Rosario Dawson as the owner of the haunted mansion. You know, she has a character arc. Her whole thing is like learning learning to kind of move on from her particular tragedy. Learning to let uh, her son Travis kind of be out on his own you know she has an arc and it's a very fulfilling arc you know it's nothing again it's nothing groundbreaking it's nothing even the kid has a really good arc the kid has a really good arc owen wilson again owen yep. wilson has an arc and his arc is very small but it's there 
and it's satisfying. Tiffany had like everyone has an arc. Tiffany Haddish has an arc. It it looks obvious that because of time, they were like, okay, we're gonna have to short give the short riff to Tiffany Haddish. But even then, at the end of the movie, you're like, okay, she reached a new level of her character Mm -hmm. that she's proud of, and I'm satisfied with that because I learned to care about them. And that's the thing. You learn to care about all these people. I would say the only one that doesn't have a big character arc is Danny DeVito's character. But his whole thing is that (laughs) – this isn't a spoiler. This is revealed, like, in the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. He basically tells the other cast, like, yeah, I'm old and uh, I have a weak heart and I'm going to have surgery in, like, a couple months. And this is him. The whole movie is him, like, the whole cast trying to keep him safe and him aggressively running away from that safety. (laughs) Exactly. 10 minutes. It's yeah. actually very funny. So, so his whole thing is that like, as long as he doesn't die of a he's heart won. attack, he's, he's won. won. And he so, didn't do that. Spo- that's the spoiler. He didn't die of a heart attack. Um, but yeah, a character again, giving these, the, these cast members character arcs, no matter how small, just makes the movie so much more fulfilling, especially when compared to the one from 2003. Mm-hmm. I, and like you said, they, they become kind of like a found family. Uh, 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 kind of this makeshift family and you believe it you really do uh, uh, Lakeith and Rosario are like the mom and dad Tiffany Haddish is the is kind of the bougie aunt Owen Wilson Owen Wilson is like the cool uncle and Danny, and Danny DeVito, DeVito is the crazy grandfather exactly Danny DeVito is the crazy grandfather and it just works and the 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 chemistry is really 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 good no mm-hmm. I love this cast this is such an upgrade from the original one and I I think that really has to do that Justin Simeon especially if you've seen Dear White People just really knows how to direct actors and one thing you mentioned, and this is, I don't think this is going to be in the episode we were talking in the pre-recording, but you mentioned how the previous movie doesn't acknowledge um, New Orleans as an environment even. And this movie took notes on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This movie way. this movie makes lets you know that this takes place in New Orleans. And, and, you know, listen, I appreciated it because guess what? New Orleans is the most haunted city in America. It, it works. It yeah. works. It works really, really well. Uh, did you give like some of the issues you had with the with the movie scene? I, I was being a little discreet because I felt because here's the thing. I genuinely feel bad that this movie bombed like I do. Like Me too. Of all the Disney movies to bomb like this is not one that deserves it. Like this did not deserve that. So like I, I feel guilty about being too hard on it. But if I if I'm going to give critiques, I will say the one thing I mentioned is the pacing is really weird at times. Like it's a very touch and go kind of pace. Yeah. And I get yeah, what they're totally doing. It, it's, I get what they're trying to do. It's like, well, it's daytime then it's nighttime. It's not because it actually is trying to, even in its mistakes, it's trying to reverse all the mistakes the previous movie did, yeah. which was make this one long weird night. Okay. That didn't quite work. It doesn't make sense. So the, we're going to lengthen the timeline. The, the problem is though, most haunted house movies are, this is one weird long night. Yeah. Right. And so there, but so not doing that while I appreciate them not doing it because it actually then gave other aspects of the movie to breathe and grow. Um, they, it still makes the pacing very, very, very off. Throughout it, the movie. Especially like when right before the third act, they just take a giant detour. 
Yeah, massive. Like, and it's a fun detour. I'll admit. Yeah, but, but it's a it, massive detour. Yeah, you're you're kind of going like this is kind of elongating the second act way too much, and I can feel yeah. it. There's also, I'd say, how do I put this? It so it's there is one thing it suffers from. A much less so, but still does that the original that the previous movie did, which was the scares are better. Like I said, there are moments that are actually scary. There are moments of genuine high tension, but there I could have done with a couple less of them, if I'm being honest, or like make make there's a moment that like actually could have been scary, but you can see the movie was trying to make a little silly. And I'm like, I wish it, the movie like you could, I would even argue, I don't have proof of this, but I would argue when filming it, the way the actors are acting and the way it's going about, it's like when they filmed it, they intended it for it to be a really scary moment. And then in post, they're like, no, let's make this a little bit silly. And I'm like, I don't think that was necessary. And there's, there's like two moments I'm thinking of where they do that unnecessarily. And that is just a shame, I guess. Um, and I guess just overall, like, because you've got those issues there and they're just so scattered throughout the movie in little ways. Like it does sort of, you do sort of leave and come back into the movie a lot, mm-hmm. almost at like the rate of a heartbeat. Almost you're like in, out, in, out, in, out. But those moments kind of muddy it a bit. And that would be my, so yeah, it's the pacing and not willing to make certain moments scary when they naturally could have been. Those are my main issues with it i also think the the what let's call it not the 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 post-credit but not post-credit scene that i get why they did it but they didn't need to go so far with it i think that was a little much but that's Mm -hmm. just me maybe like it would have been cooler if you did the same element but it was less it was more hidden almost if that makes sense like make it like no one's aware there's like other things going on in the background mm-hmm. rather than so obvious mm-hmm. um so uh, yeah that that's my those are my little they sound nitpicky and they would be if it didn't happen so often I okay I, I i agree with you on some level because but i would say this a haunted mansion you got to remember and the ride the ride is very clear on this it's not so much trying to scare you as it is trying to entertain you with scares. Does but that make there sense? Are, I agree with you 100%. But what I would say is there are some moments that are very scary in the ride. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I agree. I'm, I'm just saying that it probably probably what happened was that some uh, Disney exec looked at this and was like, Haunted Mansion is about happy haunts, happy haunts. You have too many scary haunts. And it's like, I, I, I would believe that they probably did something like that where they tweaked it in post to make it more silly more happy haunt mm-hmm. um but no I, I i do see where you're coming from there were many times where i was like that could have been scarier or that could have been that could have you could have played that straight and gone in a real good like i just kept seeing where you could have just made it scarier mm-hmm. right because here's the thing like <sighs> making scary scary kids movies is fucking hard oh it's it's, it's really hard it's really hard because you're like how the fuck am i gonna make a pg what was this pg or pg-13 this was pg-13 how am i gonna PG-13. make how am i gonna make a, a a light pg-13 where 
uh, eight-year-old can watch this and their parent doesn't think I'm trying to scar them, but I still give them a scare. Possibly one of the greatest examples of this is Nightmare Before Christmas, genuinely. It's I was possibly- also I was going to say recently uh, the, uh, the scary stories to tell in the dark movie. Yes, but that pushed the PG-13 line. No, hard. it really did. It really did. But like, but that and usually parents are uncomfortable to like the thing is Disney wants to make a movie that like parents are willing to take their kids to see there, and that one wouldn't have been super comfortable. There there is a Disney movie that did scary really well, but it was still age appropriate for kids. I just can't seem to remember it. Um, well, there's a Disney movie that's actually just scary and they didn't mean to make it so. And oh, that's yeah. we talked about it. Yeah, it was yeah. Us, uh Wizard of Oz two, my God! Yeah, but that's no, there's there 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 is a movie about there that's everyone always goes like, oh, that's a great scary movie. Oh for well, kids. I mean, um, the what was it? What was the it? one with oh. the witches we were talking about earlier? No, uh, Hocus Pocus is a good one, but no, it's it's a more recent one. But anyway, I can't I can't remember no off the top of my head. But anyway, so my critique, yeah, and I think we mentioned this before the podcast or maybe during the podcast. I can't remember. No worries. One of the few things I liked about the original Haunted Mansion was the set the set was great mm-hmm. and i don't think the set in this movie is is nearly as good as the set in the original mm-hmm. like and this is a nitpick i admit i admit this is a nitpick i admit this is just me being old but man i'm just sick and tired of what is obviously like cgi like cgi sets i'm, I'm yeah. tired of it yeah. I'm, I'm sick and tired of it like 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 come on build the set Build the set. Just, yeah, just get, do it. Give some, give some props, master. Some fucking work. Exactly. Please. Build, build the set. Like, like it. It's, it's so apparent. There's, there's, um, there's a scene, and it's in the trailer where they're going through the hallway, and then it starts just doing this Doctor Strange bullshit, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm sick and tired of like mm. every time they do like, so one of the iconic things about the haunted mansion is that the graveyard behind the mansion is just filled to the brim with ghosts. Yeah. Right. It's dripping with souls. As it dripping, says. dripping with souls. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And in this movie, when they finally have the scene out there in the cemetery, it's so obvious. It's all just composited. It's all just CGI. Mm-hmm. And listen, I get it. Like building, building a set is expensive, especially in Louisiana. Oh, oh come yeah. on. Come well, on. What they could have, uh, I got, here's the problem. Like, Yes. We talked about this earlier. I genuinely don't think it was in the episode, but the one thing the previous Haunted Mansion movie got right was the set of the Haunted Mansion. It's a great set. And in the graveyard, too, it's great. It's a great graveyard set. And just in this movie, yes, I agree. I was for the... Let me be clear. For the most part, I was actually able to look past it. But... Man, like if this movie had a great set, like built set, I you would forgive so much more about it. That's the thing, too. Yeah, like the, like all you need was that, and then suddenly the things that I'm saying are slightly nitpicky but bothersome would be even more nitpick, less nitpick, less important. Here, here's the here's the problem. Here, here's the problem. Um, Justin Simeon takes great care that when they have scenes in New Orleans, he actually shoots in New Orleans. Yes, great it awesome it looks good it looks really good um like there's only like two sequences in the haunted mansion that i was like okay this is this is an actually well done set one is the seance room 
Yes. That looked great. I loved it. Especially the, the, the thing that happens with the oil and the fire. Oh my God. That was, that was like, that was just like me going like, yes, practical. Yes. Yes. Practical. Um, and then there, there's a scene that takes place in an attic that I was like, yes, fill, fill the set with a bunch of textures, different textures, different suitcases, like different cobwebs. I love it. I love it. By the way, I, I will mention, um, I don't know if you recognize, and I will not say any names of any specific places, but the diner Lakeith is in at one point in that movie. That's a, that's a local diner of ours. Really? Did you recognize it? Um, it's near, I'll say this, this diner you've been to, it used to be 24 hours. It's right next to a really old movie theater in our hometown. Uh, it's very chrome looking on the inside. You've definitely been to it. I'm wow. trying not to say the name of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. That's that's that diner right there. You're right. The re- you're right. Oh, my God. The reason why they did that was because across the street from that diner is a weird gothic church for some fucking reason. <laughs> I don't know. Remember, you know what I'm talking about. There's that weird gothic church across the street from that diner. I know exactly what you're talking about. And that's why they shot it there. And I'm sure Lakeith was very happy that they shot that there. But still... Like that looked better than like the CGI house they did. Exactly. Um, the the other thing that that bothers me with this, like the ghosts, they looked fine. Well, they looked about as fine as they were going to. Yeah. You know? One of the things I liked about the original one was that what they did is that they would actually like dress up these extras in these old timey raggedy clothes, and then what they would do is that they would shoot them in a way where like in front of a green screen and then they would just composite those over like the footage shot on set and, and they would credit, just sorry and, and they would basically make them transparent and credit to the movie as well the talking heads in the original were really well designed credit there yeah but that's more yeah. part of the set props and all that yeah in in, in this film all they the don't even include the, they don't include the talking heads at all in this no movie. they don't that that's one of the big complaints about this movie yeah um in this movie, uh, the ghosts, they're just CGI. There's, I mean, Jared Leto is just a CGI character. I wouldn't yep. be, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't even do mocap. He was just no. doing, he, he was just in a the voice move, booth. The movements this thing did were too animated. It wasn't mocap. Yeah. Um, then with like, here's the crazy thing. Madame Leota in the original looked so much better than Madame Leota in this one. Madame Leota, when you see her in her crystal ball, you're like, why did they put a CGI sheen over over Jamie Lee Curtis? Like like it it almost looks like that that's not Jamie Lee Curtis. Someone just created a CGI render of Jamie Lee Curtis. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, and that that kind of bothered me. But you know, that's that's not that's not an indictment on the, this movie like every Disney every, movie yeah, Disney has been doing this. this. Disney does this. It's it's really fresh. Every Disney movie review we're probably going to mention that at some point. Like yeah. and once again, Please, for the love of God, give us a practical set because then you get cool shit like Pirates of the Caribbean where, yes, you need CGI, but you use it sparingly because, yeah. you know, they built the boats in an actual pool and exactly. made full, full exactly. boats. Like, come on, do that, please. You can and, tell the difference. And listen, just kind of touching, we're not going to go into full specifics with him, but Jared Leto's obviously having fun in this role and he does yeah. a great job. Like I genuinely liked it, what the work he was doing in here, but you wouldn't um, know it was him because no, his you, voice you wouldn't is so modulated. Yeah. His voice is so modulated. Like, honestly, you don't even see his likeness in the movie. Like he never, uh, 
he never appears in the movie. Just like a, a drawing that kind of looks like him appears in the movie. Vaguely. And listen, credit credit to, to Justin Simeon that he's like, yeah, no, I, I don't need to have Jared Leto on set to get to to get to the point. Like it, it works, it it really works. Um, but yeah, the 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 CGI is my biggest complaint, and that's only because. Listen, guys, I'm biased. Uh, give me, give me a physical haunted house set, and I'll I'll put my butt on the scene and watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, though, the human element in this movie, the the cast is really, really good. It really is. It's, like it's above and beyond the best part. Yeah, it's above and beyond the best part. Everyone's everyone has something to do, and it's really appreciated. And if you had told me that like Keith Stanfield and Owen Wilson would have great buddy cop comedy or or, or chemistry, I would have been like, what? But no, they well, really Lakeith do. Just gonna. This is one thing that Lakeith the the one way Lakeith can resemble in Denzel, because they're two very different actors in their approach. Um, the one thing he's got that Denzel also does is Lakeith manages to be charismatic with everyone and manages to have chemistry with everyone. And he does such a natural job at it, too. Yeah. Like, it's really impressive. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Like, he's, uh, I know he's the lead, but he's also, he and Rosario Dawson are also kind of the glue as well. Yeah, they in really a lot are. Of ways. And, and, and listen, just to kind of, again, give more heap and praise, this is probably the first role I've seen in a long time where Tiffany Haddish is doing her Tiffany Haddish thing, but it doesn't come off as over the top. It comes off as like, Oh, they, like, like this is this is as real as the Tiffany Haddish stick is ever going to get, yeah. or as or as sincere as it's ever going to get. You know, she's she's you know a bit of a of a weird uh, uh of of a weird uh, uh psychic. You know, yeah. she has a bit of an attitude. Like, <laughs> okay, uh, it's not a spoiler. It it's in the trailer, but the movie decides to add the element of so when you when you finish the ride. They take a picture of you and there's always a ghost like behind you. The idea being is that you took a ghost with you after you left the ride. Yes. And the movie plays with that, with the idea that every time you go into the haunted mansion, you're going to leave with a ghost, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, they only really show it once with uh, Lakeith's character, mm-hmm. but they allude to it with Tiffany Haddish's character. Yeah. <laughs> and, and her just her, her, her line about what happened <laughs> With the ghost that followed her was that really was really funny. funny. Like it was, I, do you think it was a callback to her infamous monologue in Girls Trip? Ah, uh, I think so, because that was, that line in Girls Trip is really really funny, like the way she just aggressively starts going up to strangers with it, <laughs> which that took balls for her to do that as an actor, mm-hmm. but. I, I think it was a reference to it. I think yeah. it was a lighthearted, but kind of like so lighthearted and so subtle that like most won't catch it. But yeah, it's the, if you know, you know. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think, listen, all the things I'm complaining about, I don't think are the fault of Justin Simeon. I think that's just kind of the constraints. Disney that's puts. Disney's fault. That's, that's Disney's fault. Like, Every time I see a Disney, a live action Disney movie, I can always expect like an overabundance, uh, an overabundance of CGI, uh, very little real textures, like, and it always looks weirdly super clean, mm-hmm. like weirdly super clean. Like even the the Jared Leto's character, at oh, the Jared, end, he looks gross, but it's like there's this polish to it that's weird. I know it's so weird, and it's always like Disney movies. It's always Disney movies that do this. I know. Not, everything has to be clean in theirs. Yeah. Yeah, but 
Um, Except for Pirates of the Caribbean. They got that right because they, they did, did practical effects. They did. They Go did. figure. Until they stopped doing it, and that's when they started getting really bad. Yeah, like, honestly, like, the the quality of, like, the, the set design from, from like, the last one de- done by Gore Verbinski with Oof. World's End to the Oof. most recent one, um, what was it called? Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, that's what it should have been called. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. The Caribbean. Dead Man's <laughs> Chest. It was called Dead Man's Chest, I think. Yeah, Dead Man's was Chest. It? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're okay. Yeah. That one, first of all, they just redid the first one, but badly. And yeah. they just decided, you know, let's just make Jack Sparrow a pure alcoholic with no other character dimension. Because um, reasons. And let's make the MacGuffin. Hey, guys, what if the MacGuffin really sucked? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what if it was absolute trash? Which it is. It's a really dumb MacGuffin. Because, ugh, God. And and again, what you said about the pacing, about kind of the the just weird way it it was, like, formatted. I really do think, like, Katie DuPold, listen, I have nothing against her. I don't like the 2016 Ghostbusters. No one does, but I don't hold it against her. Um, I, I just think like, you know, they, they're trying to, so without getting into specifics, they're trying to tie the whole like haunted mansion mythos across all the parks together. And it just makes for like the going to these detours that I think are a little ridiculous. Like, yeah. I don't see the point. Uh, that being said, you know, she, she did also write the stuff that made me care for like Keith Stanfield's character, made me care for Chase Dillon's character and endeared me to the rest of the cast. So yeah. I, I, I listen, the screenwriting isn't the best in the world, but definitely better than 2016 Ghostbusters, I would say. This showed that... She, so this one shows she knows how to write humans, how to write people. Like, she knows what that is. She can do that. So that, that brings her back up a notch in my uh-huh. book. So what rating would you give the movie, C? This movie is a spooky good time. That's what I'd say. It's mm. a movie... But it's a spooky good time. And, oh, yeah, you should see this in theaters. Although, as we have apologized, folks, we're sorry this one was late. It was my fault entirely. Apparently, I hate the city of New Orleans, even though I've never been. I want to go very badly. Um, <laughs> to also, burn it La- to the ground. Lakeith, you, if you're you, you said You said something about, like, I'm going to do, I'm going to finish what Andrew Jackson started or something. And, look, you listen, Lakeith. If you're listening, I'm sorry. Al hates you. He just really can't stand you. God, I was thinking about using your real name just now. Don't like really <laughs> slip sync it. For the record, Lakeith, not that you're ever listening to this, because wh- why? Why? But uh, Al, whose name is not being revealed at this time, fucking loves you. And may or may not have gone to a bar that he heard you frequented a few times just to find out. <laughs> that's a separate story listen listen i i don't i don't need a uh, restraining order at this time in my life but Lakeith, yes, if, I, if, if i get it from you it's an honor it's a, it's a truly an honor <laughs> you're like no that'd be so funny <laughs> you came to me and you're like oh my god i got lakeith's autograph and it's a restraining order <laughs> signed by him <laughs> it's, like, it's like i got his autograph and that's all you wanted um oh but god. like for me for me i give this i give this a I give this a a fun roller coaster movie. Yeah. Um no, yeah, roller coaster movie. Like it 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 improves on the original Haunted Mansion so much 
The only thing this movie does wrong is just that, you know, the, the sequences aren't as inspired because they basically were like, well, we'll just do it in a computer. Who cares? Yeah. And that's the problem. And I do not blame it on Justin Simeon. Usually when directors sign on, the sequences are already storyboarded out because they have to, they have to give it to overworked VFX artists like, yep. like five months, five months in advance. Yep. Um, so I don't blame that on him. I think the strength of Justin Simeon as a director shows in the chemistry, the interactions, the personal relationships, and just the performances in his cast. And it is top notch. It is such a, such an improvement over the original that honestly, like, I really wish this movie came out in Halloween because I feel like if this movie made money, we'd get a sequel. And folks, there like, be, there are multiple haunted mansions across the Disney parks, mm-hmm. and each one has its own uh, history. Yep. And it it really did seem like they were setting up that okay, this is going to be a team that's going to go to all the haunted mansions to get rid of the ghosts. Yeah. And I was like, I I love that idea, especially if it's this cast. This is a great cast. Yeah. You, know, you have a lot of potential with it. Like yeah. You can really have fun with this. Unfortunately, you know, the movie bombed, so I doubt we'll ever get it. Uh, no. But, yeah, no, this is this is a great little roller coaster. And, and I, would, I would say one thing. I hate what Disney did to this about they want to release it on streaming just on Halloween. Like, that's what they're dying to do. I will say this. For the sake of the director and sake of the actors, folks – if you watch this enough on streaming, they will make a sequel to it. It just might go directly to Disney Plus, which at this point I'd be happy if this got anything like that. So, yeah. as much as I'd hate to support their plan, support the director, support the actors involved because you can tell these actors and director had a good time making this movie. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, listen, I I just want more Lakeith. What can I say? Oh, well, of course you do. We, yeah. all, we all we everyone can use a little bit of Lakeith in there. Also, lives. it goes to show you that Lakeith can work in a in a quote unquote child friendly setting. Yes, there were there were these weird it's not even accusations, but there were weird questions about whether he could or not. And like, well yeah, yeah. actually he's a dad now, recently. Yeah. I, I think because most people most people bring up that like he's such a he, he chooses such uh 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 uh, art house fair for his projects. Yeah, he does, you know. But I'm like, no, this guy can play. This guy can play like your four quadrant leading man really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the the bullshit about like, well, he he dresses weird. He he always has weird hairdos. Like, nah, go fuck yourself. He 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 is such an he is such like relatable in this that like it doesn't matter what type of hairdo he has. It it just works. Yeah, it works, folks. Because he'll he he will. Look, and I actually like that this movie allowed him to look a way that you could tell he was comfortable in. Because I yeah. think it allowed him to give the performance that was needed. Yeah. I yeah. think. Like, he he wanted to be... I, I feel like the director went to him and be like, okay, you're in this state of mind. What would you be... How would you be... What's your version of unkempt? Is literally what he said. And he's like, okay, great. We're gonna make, we're gonna adjust things slightly based on your version of unkempt. And there we've got it. And I'm, sh- yeah. I think that greatly informed his acting there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, no, uh, folks, if you can, like, give it a watch. I, I don't think you'll regret it. I, no. I think. I listen, like, 
C is right. Like the scares aren't as good as they could be because it's pretty obvious. They're like happy haunt, happy haunt. Yeah. But there's still some scares there that I think, you know, you'll have fun with it, even if you have to take your kids to go see it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this has been our review of Haunted Mansion. Uh, this is What Do You Think? I'm Al. And I'm C. Good night, everybody. Sorry, that was my decorative voice. Good night.